Hello and welcome to That Film Stew. I'm Luke. And I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review. And in this episode, we're looking at Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery is the latest Netflix film to star Adam Sandler. This mystery comedy movie is on Netflix now. So if you haven't watched Murder Mystery yet, but you want to, go watch it first while listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Directed by Kyle Newacek from Workaholics and Game Over Man, and written by James Vanderbilt, Murder Mystery stars Adam Sandler, Jennifer Aniston and Luke Evans, and follows a married couple who are caught up in a murder investigation on a billionaire's yacht. That is the premise, but Jason, you have the plot. Nick Spitz, played by Adam Sandler, is a New York police officer, and his wife Audrey, played by Jennifer Aniston, is a hairdresser. Feeling ashamed and embarrassed about continually failing his detective exam, he lies to Audrey about being promoted to detective. With their 15th anniversary coming up, Nick delivers um, on his wedding day promise to take Audrey to Europe, however, on a budget. On the plane, they meet billionaire Charles Cavendish, played by Luke Evans, who invites the couple to join him on his family's yacht for a party celebrating his elderly uncle... Uh, Malcolm Quince's upcoming wedding to Charles's former fiance Susie. Are you keeping track? <laughs> On the yacht, they meet an assortment of characters. Cousin Toby, that's Malcolm's only son. Um, actress Grace Bollard. Uh, Colonel Ulenga, his bodyguard Sergei. The Maharaja uh, Vic- Vikram. And race car driver Juan Carlsol. Carlsol? Oh, God, this is hard. Um, Quince announces that Susie is the only one to make the, the will. Um, revealing that he invited them all onto the yacht to witness him um, sign the amended will. Uh, But before he signs, the lights go out. When they're back on, Quince is found dead, stabbed by his own dagger. Who'd done it? Mate, this is Agatha Christie with Adam Sandler. Cluedo on a boat. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is exactly what it is. Nick Spitz, where the Spitzes. Hilarious. And, you know, I wanted to write... When I was doing the prep, I was I wanted to write something about the Spitzes, but I didn't know how to write that in words. And I was like, how do you say Spitzes? Like, I, I can say it. I just can't write it. Spitzai? Spitzai? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Do I put it? Anyway, not important. Not important. We're here again. Another Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. Now, so far, they've all been very different movies. The first one was a Western, Ridiculous Six. Then there was like the action one, the, the duo with yeah. David Spade. There was sort of the romantic comedy type one with um, him and Chris Rock. The week with off. the daughter, yeah. We got Sandy Wexler, which I will still stand by that being the worst one <laughs> of all of them so far. I thought that was going to be a good one. Sandler, nineties Sandler, my favorite Sandler. Yeah, the, the, yeah. No, with Sandler, heaps of, with all of his mates and all the people that he worked with, work, have has have worked with pretty much. But the week of that was the most recent one, and now we have murder mystery. So hopefully this is a good one. But I do like <laughs> that he's jumping genres. That's what's keeping it fresh for me. And he's just go with it, co-star Jennifer Aniston. Now, have you seen that one? Oh, lots of times. And that's the one. That's one I haven't seen. And that's I don't know the one why. where should go back. He pretends to be married. Like when he's younger, he's about to get married. Is he's in line to have like a successful job as a doctor, highly paid. He's got a big nose, and he ends up being a plastic surgeon. He overhears his fiance talking bad about him, saying she's pretty much just in it for the money. And then years later, Jennifer Aniston, she works for him. The friends. And then he, she pretends to be, or she pretends that his, sorry, she pretends her kids are his kids. 
and she's the ex-wife. So Sandler can impress his young then-girlfriend. Ah, He's so got a whole thing where he'll wear a wedding band and people feel sorry for him. And that's how he gets chicks. Hence, just go with it. We're doing that thing again where we talk about... I know, other... but I didn't realise I'm going to get quizzed and just go with it. It's been... It wasn't a, you I've, seen just it, said, I've seen it a lot. You could have just said been, I watched it. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it. But that's yeah, the I watched thing. it, it was fine. Okay, cool. That's the thing about this movie, though. It's bringing a co-star back from a movie that was successful and was theatrical. And wasn't Drew Barrymore, which is exciting. It's... Yeah, I honestly thought this had been the third time, but no, this is the second. It was like, Drew the Barrymore only other time three, yeah. was... Just go over. But this time we're getting a murder mystery comedy, as we're saying. Um, and that's sort of... That's enticing. As a premise, essentially, who done it on a yacht? Although they do get off the yacht quite swiftly. I thought the movie was going to be contained on the yacht, but they, they go out and about. You know, I thought it was going to be essentially like the Orient, the Orient Express, where they're stuck on... The tra- mode of transportation. But I like that everything that happens on the yacht, and then, well, I guess the, the initial deaths happen on the yacht, and then they move around. Now, when this movie was first announced, and we're talking about an old billionaire, you know, we were talking about it in the movie show, and I, I had a fear that we were going to get Rob Schneider <laughs> in age makeup. We get Terence Stamp. General Zod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's really good in this. And playing his son, Toby, we've got David Walliams, one half of Little Britain. So it's good to see him in here, although briefly. And then as the movie's progressing, one by one, suspects are being killed. Yeah. We get, I mean, we get an assortment of all these like, crazy, bizarre characters. You know, they're all... It's essentially like a Cluedo board. Like, you know, you, you got a Colonel... You got Colonel Mustard, you get bloody... I don't know. Who are the characters in Cluedo? Doesn't matter. The butler. The butler, the butler did it. <laughs> And that is a good little setup. Let's just say that now. It really does feel like Agatha Christie, and that is all working for me. For this film, whether it was going to be successful or not, in my eyes, the chemistry between Sandlin and Aniston, and they've still got it. I believe that they have been in a relationship for, what, 13 years? Yeah. 12 years, 13 years, thereabouts. I completely buy their relationship. When they're bickering, the chemistry is very important and they both have it here. It's interesting because, you know, you can credit them and say, well, you know, they're, they're acting and they're acting very well and, and they are getting on you know, quite good and it's real. You could also say, like theorise that, you know, potentially they've both been married to other people for an extensive period of time. They kind of just know how it is after... So many years. Is Jennifer Aniston married these days? I don't pick up magazines. On and off, I don't know. But, sure. But, but Sandler, his wife is in this. Like she pops up in all his movies. She's the flight attendant at the beginning. Like trying ah, to stop him going cool. to first class. Like she always pops up mm. in these. That's good stuff. So, like you're right. Like the chemistry is there, and you do buy it and you do believe it. And I like how he's he his situation. Like being a cop, wants to be a detective, has the skills, but just hasn't gotten there because of. I guess his anxieties with the exams and stuff. And on the other hand, um, Audrey, Jennifer Aniston's character, is big on like the mystery novels, essentially reading Ag- Agatha Christie. Um, you know, these days you get people watching crime documentaries, and you think we're all like little detectives, and we we're all putting ourselves in the psyche of like murderers. And so both characters, they're, they're both bringing something to this. And I like the fact that we're not getting goofball Sandler. I mm-hmm. mean, we do. 
a little bit and he spruces himself up in the for the third act and he's got the tux she's got the red dress but for the most part you know he's a cop and he wants to be a detective he's yeah. lied to audrey all these years he eventually gets found out but he's trying to be he wants to be a good cop i like that you know like they they are kind of playing it straight especially compared to all the zany characters that we we do get all the suspects but like I mean, they're still having fun. They're still uh, amongst themselves, like the banter and the wittiness, and just like the situation that they're in. You know, you know, like, there is humor there, but it's not over the top, and it's not silly and go- goofy. Sandler is is good, and we we do appreciate appreciate him when he when he's doing that. But yeah, with this movie, it just works. The level that they were both bringing, it really worked. You know, I watched this with my wife, and the two of us, the the laugh rate. From both of us in this movie was high. Laughing mm. a lot. I would say this I know we're gonna to get to our rating at the end, but just comparing it to the other Adam Sandler Netflix films, I would say this is not only the best one so far, it's the funniest. Yeah. I mean, I watched it with the wife as well. We weren't laugh out loud like throughout the whole thing, but I was laughing more. Um, and I laughed a handful of times at, at other things. I was enjoying the ride. But yeah, in terms of the comedy, like there were bits that made me chuckle. Like, out loud, I made a noise. There was a moment when the wife, she made a, a laugh, and I'll tell you what, when it, they were going into the... They are on the yacht, I think, the first dinner party, and Sandler feels underdressed, and he's like, I should have worn socks. And she just like let out this laugh. And I was like, <laughs> why is that so funny? And she's like, should have worn socks. Like... That's that's what I mean about their their type of humor that they're bringing. It's just they're just real people, and they're like, I'm underdressed. I don't know Should if it's because that. we've got Jennifer Aniston here as well, but this one, unlike the other ones, it feels like it could have been at the movies, right? Yeah, it just it just feels bigger, and it looks like they spent money on this as well. Like we are traveling with these characters and all the destinations that they're going to. It just feels like a proper theatrical film. Where those other ones, they've been fun, for the most part, fun movies to watch at home. This one feels next level. They had that sort of, I don't want to bunch all the Netflix movies in a category, but it's like, there is a feel that you get with the with like Netflix produced movies, where it's just like, something about them always feels maybe a little bit cheap, or just something like, like it's just missed one session of like, a re-edit or something, you know, like something about them is off. This one, like, yeah, it felt completed, like, oh, okay. With this, a car chase, like, like this stunt. It felt like this was at the movies, and now it's on Netflix. Like, you know. So that's, yeah, I don't know, there's something about it, it just really was working. The suspects, is there any of the characters in particular that you, that you liked? I mean, we've got Charles Cavendish, Luke Evans. He was good, he's always decent. yeah. It took me a while to work out who he was, and I was like, oh, the Gaston from that Beauty and the Beast movie. <laughs> Is like, that where you go to? That's all I know him from. That's I, I know, know him from. as Deckard from Fast and the Furious. Ah, uh, well, he that makes... plays Jason Statham's younger brother. So you watch the Fast and Furious, I watch the Disney movies. There we go. And he was in Dracula Untold. That movie didn't really go anywhere. Oh. And he's done various <laughs> other things as well. But, you know, he plays it well. You know, he's the, he's the jealous nephew. Yes. He's like, he's a lord, but not a lord. 
something like that. I don't know what he is. Uh, Vicant? Vicant? Is that how you pronounce it? Vicant? Not a Viscount, because that's a, a mint chocolate biscuit. Vicant. He's a, he's a Viking. <laughs> so it's the same level as a lord. Like he points out in But the not a lord. Um, you've got his ex... Was it his ex-fiancé? His ex-fiancé and new fiancé to... Uncle General Zod. Yeah, Uncle General Zod. <laughs> Satsuki Nakamura. Um, and we're supposed to think that she's the big bad, but then we find out she's one of two. Like, it's her and the race car driver. I mean, with everyone, like, everyone's painted as... I think. Actually, here's a question for you. Did you think anyone was... Like, did you have your bets for your place in them? Were you and the wife you discussing it? it? Like, it didn't... It wasn't that kind of film. Like, it definitely I, is that kind of film. No, it... You're meant to okay, go, wait, okay. who is it? You are completely correct that the <laughs> that the type of film this comedy is taking off, you do think that. Whereas, I wasn't really invested in that part of it. Like, I was enjoying Sandler Aniston and... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really, like, pointing the finger at, like, trying to guess well, who you it know, was. I tried... It's but the kind I, this of movie, movie gave you nothing. Exactly, you no and that's, and that's so what wasn't... I'm trying to get at. It's not you're not there's not these clues that you're supposed to be like paying close attention to. I mean, like things are just going to happen out. There the was blood. that one about the like the butler. Like it's never the butler, but then like you don't have the information to work that out until the end anyway. So it's yeah. Race car driver generally got a chuckle out of me. When you know he, we yes, find out he can fast. speak English, mm. but for the most part, like his answers don't line up at all. With what's been said to him, <laughs> and I, I generally, I generally found that funny. Like you're a race car driver, like yes, very fast. Like oh, how do you get into that? Yes, <laughs> like just I don't know, just yeah, crazy. Um, I enjoyed Colonel Yulinga. First meet him, and he's like intimidating. He's scary. He's got the same wooden hand, I swear, as what's his name from like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Chubbs. Chubbs. I was I was thinking, oh my god, is there a connection here? Like, is that Chubbs? <laughs> he flosses even angrier than you. I love the flossing gang. <laughs> yeah, no, that was was pretty funny. I can't remember the name now, so I must apologise. But at one point, uh, Nick Spitz he refers to a character, and that character name is the one used by Kevin James in both Grown Ups films. I like. Oh, what is it? What is it? Hang on. When Sandler does this, I think one day. We're gonna see the Sandlerverse. <laughs> we're gonna see all these characters that know each other. Uh, we've got Grace Ballard, uh, played by Gemma Arterton. So she's an actress. Yeah, Fatima Solis. It seems. I've seen her in that. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> within this movie, she is an actress. Uh, it did seem like all the movies she was in were like adult, sexy movies, though. It did, like cheap. Direct to home video. Yeah, little cheap pornos. Um, but no, they're fine. So again, like, another character to go the on The best with. thing about her character is when Sandler first sees her. Oh, and Nick's, bits, yeah. Nick's reaction to her. Big fan. Like, yeah, and then just... he's getting Audrey's name wrong. He's like, hey, Alison! <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, Audrey! Oh, That's what I said! <laughs> Alison was the character she played or something like that. Uh, what else is there? Sergei Radjenko. Um... The bodyguard, the big dude. Yeah, Olafur Dari Olofsson. That's the guy. I honestly thought he'd been hired for his presence and was generally surprised when he spoke. <laughs> I did not expect him like to have a, any line, he had any a lines scene. whatsoever. Yeah. Last one we have the Maharaja Vikram Govindan, played by Adil Akhtar. 
He's great. <laughs> he he really is. Like I mean, the character is entertaining enough, mm. but as an actor, like I first saw him in a UK sitcom, Trolled. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he was he was in that. I'm forgetting the name. The short-lived comedy with Adam Scott and Craig Robinson. It was like an X Files comedy show. It came out last year, but got cancelled. But he was in that, and he's always entertaining. Now he's doing something. Um, he's doing something different with this character. But you know how you mentioned Rob Schneider earlier playing potentially this old billionaire guy. I think if Rob Schneider was to be a cat, it would be like a like a Maharaja, some sort of royal yeah. character like this. But um, but a deal actor is doing something different with this anyway. So I'm a big fan of Sandler casting his mates in his films. Mm. But watching this, I found it so refreshing that he didn't. <laughs> to not have them like, yeah, where's Kevin James? Where's David Spade? Where's that one guy? David uh, Rob Schneider? Um, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm trying to think of what? Uh, is there what? There's what? Uh, Nick Swartzen? <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> but I think not having them, maybe that's what's giving this film the theatrical feel. Makes it seem bigger. Mm. Like it's not just him and his mates having a laugh with your camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something on the cheap. So we've got last, we've got all these crazy characters. There's a bit of action you mentioned, that car chase at the end. Um, you know, I go fast. <laughs> <laughs> There's Adam Sandler with a, with a gun again, with a terrible shot. He's like, "They're warning shots." Like, yeah, he's just rubbish. But then later on, he fires the gun, and he's like, "I was aiming for a foot. <laughs> I was aiming for a leg. We got him in the shoulder." <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um, but the whole thing about this is the mystery and the reveal. And we did give a spoiler one at the, at the beginning. But if you're listening, this being like, "You don't care, whatevs," but now you want to go and watch it, this is your last chance because we will tell you who the killer is. Or the killers, um, and it turns out to be well. First, it's it's Grace Ballard, whose real name is actually like Butler or something or Butler. So the Butler did do it. Yeah, it's Woo-hoo! the actress and the base car driver. And again, I don't think it's that kind of film. Mm. I don't. It's think... more taking the piece yeah. out of those. You know, like. Sandler and Anderson are standing there and they're doing, you know, they're doing like the the Poirot, like, okay, everyone, gather round. Here's, I'm going to give you my revelation of who the, the killer is. They're doing that. Everyone's in the room. There's that detective who we didn't mention. We throw him in there now. Inspector Laurent Delacroix, who played by Danny Boone. He's just... He was good. I liked him. He was antagonistic for played the most part. Played the part very well. Until the end when he's like, okay, we're on board. You know what? I take it all back. The reveal was good, and I like the little twist where first off it's revealed it's the actress. Ah, oh, she did it. But then Nick recalls the race car driver understood something he said in English, mm. and then they go after him. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I thought and then the, you get the big chase. I really thought the movie had wrapped up. I was like, okay, we're done. But yeah. it was like a, a, a soft ending, wasn't it? And then you find out that there's a big reveal still yeah, to come. And then a suddenly- twist. Hey, we've got this big action piece. Like, what? This really is like Agatha Christie. <laughs> it really is. And then we've got that big chase, and then we've got the gag. The same gag we're getting Men in Black International, which was our last review, oh, where yes. they where Americans get in a European car and the driver's seat is on the other side. Ha ha ha. We've done two consecutive reviews with that same gag. Funnily enough, we didn't mention that gag at all in our review, so Because they did it better here. <laughs> When Audrey gets in the when Jennifer asks, she turns to Adam Sandler and just says, oh, I'm sorry. Like, she really didn't mean it. She's just like, oh, like, my bad. And I love how Nick is just like, 
he's telling her how much he loves her and how cool she is and how awesome she's like she's just doing a great job it's just it's funny and then they like her driving is insane like it's crazy honestly that whole scene looks so expensive mm. and I think a great gag at the end when the race where one is taken out by the bus that turns out to be their their shitty bus tour bus that they decided not to go on it was like that's it movies come full circle Happy with that. But then we get a little bit more because their vacation is extended. We find out they're actually on the Orient Express. Mm. When when the when the inspector is telling them, like, oh, look, thanks for your help, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to put in a good word, word for you when you get back to New York. Um, but please enjoy the rest of your holiday. This is what, like, we've arranged something for you. And they're at a train station. And I was like, they're not doing that, are they? Are they putting them on that train? And there they are there on the Orient Express. I can honestly say... <laughs> good gag. <laughs> I, it is a good gag, yeah. but I would be very happy if we get a follow-up and we're on that train. Right. I had enough fun with this movie and these characters. I'd be open to seeing more. And it's just like the Orient Express but like on a, with a twist? I, mean, I don't think they'd do it because I don't think they... They'd have to be with... Hopefully the twist is not that it's just full of Sandler's mates. <laughs> but for the record... And I've I've said this many times on the podcast. I'm fans of like I'm you know yeah. I'm all the, I'm there for David Spade and Kevin James and all these guys, but not here. I, <laughs> not when it comes to murder mystery. I don't think they would do it. And if if they did do a follow, I feel like they would get off the Orient Express and then they'd go on something else, and it wouldn't be because I don't think they would be allowed to actually have a whole thing on. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know what the Agatha Christie rules are. Um, but I do think that, I mean, this is like a 90-minute movie, Netflix. Like we know how big this deal is that Sandler's got. We said earlier the different genres that he's covered. So maybe this is all it'll ever be. That's it. It's the first time with these Netflix Adam Sandler films like, where oh, I've what? had the feeling of, I want to see more. Oh. But we could just see them continue the vacation. Yeah. And then something else happens. It's like, what were the odds? <laughs> I think it would actually be a good gag if a second movie opened with them getting off the train and that's like nothing happened on the train at all. That was uneventful. And then something <laughs> happens. Something happens, like on the plane or something back. But um, instead of rating the sequel yeah. that we may never get, let's rate this movie. Um, purely for Adam Sandler's moustache, uh, which I was thinking, I was like, oh, he has a moustache. Like, Oh, Poirot. wow. Why are we only bringing this up now? It's a great moustache. It's a great moustache. It wasn't as crazy as a Poirot moustache, but as he mentions in the movie, like Magnum P.I., that's why he wants to drive. Um, but purely on his moustache. No, um, I was thoroughly surprised and impressed. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, like, not perfect. There's... Moments where things do fall flat, where it does sort of drag, things are a bit goofy, silly, you know, with all the crazy other characters. But overall, it's concise, it's tonally on track. I think by the end of the movie, I'm satisfied with everything that went down. I'm going to happily give this uh, a surprising four out of five. Oh, <laughs> Is that too high? Nope. Higher than me. <laughs> you know what? I've been paying money yeah. to see movies yeah, at the cinema okay. recently, and they haven't been that hot. So, you know what? Didn't pay for this one. Enjoyed it. I laughed. Honestly, Four out of five. I, I really, I really did enjoy this, and and I said earlier, like, I laughed a lot. My wife initially didn't want to watch this, 
And I'm like, we don't have to pay for it on iTunes. <laughs> it's 90 minutes. And she's like, oh, go on then. We both ended up enjoying this film. The reason why I'm not going to give it a four is you just mentioned it there, that at, that at times the movie does feel long. And for a 90-minute movie, it shouldn't really feel long. It drags at the start, doesn't it? At the start and a little bit throughout, like just the movie in itself, like it felt like it was a two-hour movie. Mm. But one that I enjoyed. I'm going to come in at a 3.5. Okay. Not bad, not bad. And like I said at the beginning, it's Sandler's best Netflix film. Agreed. Like, easily. Easily. So, guess it's only down from here. For- <laughs> oh, hopefully not. <laughs> Onwards and upwards with Murder Mystery 2. <laughs> uh, as always, we like to close out on some trivia. When Audrey goes to the first class section of the plane, a passenger is watching a clip of Game Over, man. Oh, Another no. film directed by Kyle Newcheck. That makes sense then, yeah. I really like the movie Game Over, man. That is I such a fun movie. really didn't. I like that. We get to see a little <laughs> bit of Game Over, man, in this movie. Two good movies. That's it for our review of Murder Mystery. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as at Films Review Podcast. We also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. And all our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsdewpodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of X-Men Dark Phoenix and Men in Black International. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent reviews of X-Men Dark Phoenix and Men in Black International. Sounds Like Comics did an episode looking at the original Men in Black movie from 1997, as well as their recent episode looking at Conan the Barbarian from 1982. And Rewind and Review went back to 1995 to review Toy Story in anticipation of the upcoming Toy Story 4. And that is our next review from that film stew, Toy Story 4. We've got it all covered. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film stew. See you soon.